Welcome to the exclusive release of the Locksmith Podcast original series, an in-depth analysis of the inner workings of astrology. In the last episode, we discovered the mystical nature of the receptive and reflective moon by the ways she mirrored the sun as the lesser light in the night sky. We identified the moon as an emanation of polarity from the sacred and divine relationship, creating in reflective capacity to the sun an image of God. Well, today we're going to look at the proverbial glue, lubricating experiences of communication in essence. This is the manifestation of correspondence crystallized in the emanation of Mercury. So, without further ado, I'm Jay Castle, and this is the Locksmith Podcast. Mercury, the dialectic communication, wind, air, and sky, first planet from the sun and smallest within the solar system. And Mercury's revolution around the sun is so tight that it is actually locked in one direction. Mercury is believed to be the inspiration of Apollo, the charioteer who pulls the sun through the morning, and at evening, Hermes, the dentist elf from Rudolph, no, probably not, the divine trickster and conductor of souls into the afterlife, Hermes, psychopomp and messenger of the gods. In time... Mercury came to be represented in the symbol of God's wand, the caduceus, a short staff entwined by two serpentine creatures who look as if they are in copulation. Correspondently, Mercury represents the mind in its communicative fashion, as well as the intellect in its association with air, all communications, and the inflow and outflow of intelligence and communication. Astrologically, Mercury rules Virgo and Gemini, the signs of the maiden and duality, which makes sense given the essence of correspondence, but more on rulership, this means their natural residence within a sign. This is called their planetary domicile. All planets have their domicile and some even share. Then we have exaltations, and this is the rising of a planet. In exaltation, a planet experiences a place of awareness, and Mercury is exalted in Aquarius. It's funny how the explicit communication between existent bodies and explicit expression to crystallize correspondence is detrimental to the sun, as if within the categorization of eminent expression between two bodies, Mercury is found in the detriment of the sun. Anyways, the position of Mercury in your natal chart can be referred to as the expressions of mental functions, techniques, skills, witticisms, and clever intrigues. Mercury is the emanating force which rules contextualizations. It's communication in essence. It, it's the breaking down of expressions, constructing impressions, and facilitating communication. It's, it's creating an air as the crystallization of day-to-day -day expressions and relationships which is interesting because Mercury is, correspondent, also, Mercury is also correspondently associated to Wednesday, marking it the center of the week between Saturday and Sunday, as well as correspondent with the nervous system, brains, lungs, thyroid, and sensations. And it's like that, that glue in between that's just holding it all together. It's saturating. It's correspondence. But it is an aspect of existence. Now, if you've heard of Mercury, you've probably heard of Mercury retrograde. Retrograde occurs when a planet appears to be moving in reverse. This is the celestial influence showing signs of retrograde as its MO 
shifts in scale. It begins emanating the shadow of its influence. With these shadows, some planets create influential pressures, placing physical demands to manifest action, while others demand the phenomenal manifestations of action. Some planets have an externalized retrograde effect, others are more internalized. In Mercury's case, communication and technology enter into a breakdown phase. And generally speaking, retrograde is a good time to emulate the planetary expressions and turn inward or uh, begin marching outward and asking yourself questions of existential import to breaking down your current trajectory and experiences. All you got to say is, honestly, look at yourself and ask, am I moving in the direction most intuitively expressed by my being? And what on earth does a question like that even mean? But because Mercury retrograde is a time of inner reflection and correspondence, I also noticed an interesting phenomenon through the year. Mimicking the three modal possessions in retrograde, it's as if it's expressing a break between four elemental seasons, marking four distinct sections of the year, separated by three modal breaks, which is then multiplied in the blended togetherness of existence by the manifestation of the twelve signs and representational harmony mirrored within the twelve houses, showcasing an infinite relationship through conversation. Mercury, whereby attributed within the correspondent synchronotic actuations of the sun, is likened to the force of existential expression as that which is manifest. Now this is the creation of the first solar moon, whereby the moon, attributed to be the reflective correspondent synchrony, is likened to the requisite force of existential impression as that which manifests. Now that, in and of itself, makes astrology such an interesting tool of reflection literally introduced as a tree of knowledge alongside the history of civilization, growing more concrete in expression as time progressed, civilization setting up the year into four periods of elementality and three periods of break to identify modal expressions, producing a harmonic scale, mirror to life, a calendrical procession, and all dressed in the clothing of relationship all expressed in the awesome correspondence of Mercury, of course, messenger of the gods. But that in and of itself is just... truth to the essence. If you enjoy this content, find The Locksmith Podcast on Facebook and Twitter to stay tuned in. If you want to show your support, find The Locksmith Podcast on Patreon and subscribe. Patrons receive episodes before anyone else, gaining access to bonus content like behind-the-scenes info, opportunities to talk to The Locksmith, and even a chance to be featured in upcoming episodes. So, what are you waiting for? Find The Locksmith and become a patron. As always, this has been the Locksmith Podcast. I'm Jay Castle. Thanks for watching.